By now, you have heard the news. Comic legend Jerry Lewis is dead. New York Daily News columnist David Hinckley called him a slapstick genius, but also, and I quote here, an attentive and demanding businessman who knew the nuts and bolts of his business. That was the guy who fascinated me, the comic who cut to the chase, and over the many years we chatted on this very show, cut through the day's headlines as well. Like way back in 2003, defending then-President Bush from critics, Lewis said simply went too far at a hapless United Nations that never seemed to go far enough. Now see if you can find any modern-day parallels here. If we could get, a, get rid of the U.N., you would have a lot less trouble in the world, okay? You might be right. I'll, I'll tell you about yeah. the U.N. As long as we give them diplomatic, whatever you call it, so that they can park anywhere, and a guy can knock off somebody, and because he's got diplomatic immunity, immunity come on, yeah. give me a break. Don't tell me that 179 countries are coming here because they don't love going to shows on Friday night. Don't tell me that 179 members of that body really give a good goddamn what's happening in Bosnia. And they don't give a good goddamn if an atom bomb goes off in India and if Pakistan is storing plutonium. Give me a break. What they're doing there is a joke. And it's costing a fortune. And more than anything else, they are creating a fire like a pilot light on a stove constantly keeping it ignited so there's trouble enough to keep them coming back so they can see the show and live at the hotel and park any place so they you're want. saying enough of it enough was about 20 years ago uh, let, let me, was enough let me ask you uh, we got a strong government we got brilliant people with our president that can take very good care of the foreign situation we don't need the u.s he was taking steroids back then, hence the puffy look. He was dealing with tremendous pain. But just in case that had you thinking Jerry Lewis was some raging conservative, think again. Even in the middle of the 2004 election year, Lewis wouldn't tip his hand, but he did indicate some personal historical favorites. So you don't necessarily have a favorite candidate? No, I don't. Really? Uh, but I do have an infinite respect for our president. Yeah. Whoever he is, I respect our president. And that's what I've been brought up to understand. Plus the fact I've met nine presidents. Right. I've entertained six of them in the White House. Who was your favorite? John Kennedy. Why? Because he was a gorgeous human being, an exquisite man with an infinite concern for this country and these Americans that he loved so much. I remember that he said of you that you were one of the few that could really make him guffaw laugh. Yeah, yeah I was very proud of that. Very proud of that. But I'm sure that when you announce that you were John Kennedy's biggest fan, you lose some of your audience. The same thing with choosing a politician. Right. When you, you take will, sides, someone yeah. gets ticked off. Right. But I really can't do it. I can't do it aesthetically. I can't do it. I can't do it emotionally, passionately, because it doesn't go anywhere. And you don't help anybody by butting in, is the way I feel. Many know Jerry Lewis best as part of one of Hollywood's most successful duos. He and Dean Martin, get a load of this, made more than a dozen movies together. And back in the 1950s, pulled in $30,000 a week in the 1950s, performing at the Copacabana. But the relationship became strained and the pair broke up. The bitterness ran deep and long. You guys broke up uh, very nastily. You were mm -hmm. reunited many years later in a, 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 on a big uh, muscular dystrophy telephone you were doing. How did you finally part when he, when he left this world? You mean when we split? We didn't talk. We were both, there was such angst that nothing was said for 20 years. 
And I think that the reason it happened was because we were both so angry at one another for allowing it to happen. But now, you, when you years later, decades later, made right. up, In how 76. was it after? Right. How was it after? It that? was wonderful. After that reunion, everything was marvelous all through the time and up and through the time. Uh, Dean died. It was one of the best partnerships in Hollywood history. Right. I, I know there are a lot of things that have said and written, Jerry. I mean, whose fault was it that it soured? That it that it broke up. Probably mine. I was I was really aggressively looking to break it up. Why? Because he never got his his due. He took ten years of sitting in the back. He was your straight man. He's not only my straight man, but what he helped me do was to create a performing act where you'd never know who was doing straight for who. And you can only do that with someone who was qualified to do comedy. And Dean Martin, for me, was as good a comic as anyone that ever lived. Those now mourning his death say that there will never be another comic quite like Jerry Lewis. Uh, what was odd is when he was alive, Jerry Lewis disagreed. Let me ask you, when you look to the next generation of Jerry Lewis's out there, who would be your, someone you look to and say, gee, that, that guy reminds me of a young me? There's only one. And he will go on for 100 years, God willing, is Robin Williams. Really? No one can compare to Robin Williams. He's just wired and he doesn't even use his device. The brilliance of Robin comes from a very deep place that he knows I know about. And when we met for the first time, he gave me the best award I've ever received from anyone when he said, hello, maestro. Hmm. So I return the compliment because I believe him to be the infinitely best comic genius we've had in a hundred years. A lot of people say Jim Carrey is that today. Jim Carrey is wonderful. He's a tremendous physical comic. But Robin Williams is more Jerry Lewis? It's a whole other column. It's a whole other dimension of comedy. The irony, of course, Williams would kill himself only a few short years later. In the end, this genius of comedy was more than happy getting serious, very serious. But you weren't married to comedy. With Robert De Niro in The King of Comedy, it was a dark yeah. figure and a dark movie. Right. But a lot of people in the 80s then were rallying around you again and wondering whether this was going to be the future Jerry Lewis. And then you left the scene again. Yeah. Why? I wanted her to go shopping. So money was never an issue for you? Oh, no. You're no. obscenely wealthy, aren't you? Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so there was no draw like Benny in your industry to have to be in front of the camera, to do any of that, to be with the yeah, crowd again? Yeah, but I've been performing. I have not stopped performing in all True. these years you're talking about. Yeah. I just haven't had the script or the company that I wanted to, as they say, get in bed with. Yeah. And, and uh, I just won't give up control of what I do. And corporate today, they don't want to know from that. Well, there's no denying this. Corporations and critics came and went. Jerry Lewis remained a constant. Very funny, very serious, very much part of the ever-changing fabric of life. Until suddenly, he wasn't. Jerry Lewis gone at 91.